Word online today. I just wanted to take a moment uh, and say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for all of the condolences, for all of the sympathy cards, and most importantly, all of the prayers that each of you have, have offered and have given to me and my family regarding my dad's passing. Thank you so much. You have no idea what that means to me. So many of you have reached out and expressed your love and you have expressed your concern for myself and my family during this very difficult time. And I speak on behalf of Missy and myself as well as our boys and my family, the Rigney family, uh, thank you, thank you. You have no idea how much your love has touched our hearts and is helping us through this very difficult season in our lives. On another note, I also wanted to take time out today to welcome our new creative arts pastor, Steve McDonald. Today is Pastor Steve's first official Sunday with us here at ICC. want to say welcome to him. So excited to have he and his family join our church family here at ICC. And we are so looking forward to having you all join us as a part of what God is doing here uh, through International Community Church. Welcome. Well, winter is certainly already proving to be a challenge for us in 2021. As you very well know, this is the second weekend in a row that we are dealing with inclement weather. And, uh, and for whatever reason, I don't know, this will be one of those questions that I'll probably ask God when I get to heaven. But this is the second Sunday in a row that we have had a winter storm hit us right at church time on a Sunday morning. But you know what? God's grace is sufficient and God's uh, Spirit continues to give us wisdom and guidance in navigating through these difficult times and these uh, uh, challenging seasons. Today we're concluding our sermon series entitled Reset 2021. Today we're finishing up what it means to have a future-friendly faith. To get us started this morning, let us do our Bible pledge together and then we're going to get right into the Word of God. Will you join with me right now as we do our Bible pledge? This book is the infallible Word of God. Christ is its star, our good its design, and the glory of God its end. This book declares that God loves me as I am but will not leave me where he finds me. I am not what I can be, but I am not what I used to be. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do, and I can be all that it says I can be. In Jesus' name in the church said, Amen. Please join with me today, wherever you are, in your home, living room, or car, or whatever the case may be, Join me today as we read our text together taken from the New Testament, the book of James, chapter 4, beginning with verse 13. The word of the Lord says to us, 
Pay attention to this, James writes. He says, you're saying, today or tomorrow we will go into some city, stay there a year, conduct business, and make money. You don't know what will happen tomorrow, James says. What is life? You are a mist that is seen for a moment and then disappears. Instead, James says, you should say, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and carry out our plans. Let us pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your Word today. Your Word is life. Your Word is truth. It is the very breath that we breathe. Anoint our ears to hear today, O oh God, and anoint our hearts to receive what the Spirit of the living God desires to speak into our hearts and lives today and let us forever be changed. In Jesus' wonderful and glorious name. And the church said, Amen and Amen. It's in this brief passage that we just read out of the book of James that there are three lessons for us to learn. And that's what I wanted us to look at in this final message of this sermon series entitled, Reset. Notice that each one of these lessons that we can learn from, that we can pull from the Word of God, begins with an action verb. And the first one is this, and that is surrender. Surrender, key word for entering into a new year. Trusting God for our future in faith is the word surrender. In other words, surrender your plans for 2021 to God. It's just that simple. Surrender your plans. Surrender your dreams. Surrender your schedules to God in 2021. There's an old saying that I really truly love and it goes like this. It says, if you want to make God laugh, tell Him your plans. <laughs> now, I don't know for sure if God laughs at that or not, but I can imagine Him giving a little chuckle whenever we start telling Him what our plans are. James addresses this passage to people who seem to be doing just that. Telling God their plans. So often that's what we do, isn't it? So often we have a tendency to rush ahead of God, to rush ahead of the Lord and do what we think we want to do or what, even what we think we ought to do. And then when we get ahead of the will of God for our lives and mess things up, which happens every time, by the way, then we want to come to the Lord and say, Oh Lord, deliver me from my mess, the mess that I have made out of my own life. Listen, if you want to make God chuckle today, tell Him what your plans are. But let me tell you a better plan. A better plan than telling God what your plans are is to ask God, Lord, what are your plans for my life? Lord, what is your plan for my life in 2021? This is what James is trying to get across to you and me this morning. 
let God be God over our lives, over our past, over our present, and yes, over our future. James said again in verse 14, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? He was asking a rhetorical question. Reality is, we don't know what life is going to bring our way tomorrow. Psalm 139 and verse 6 in the Old Testament, it was David that wrote, saying, You saw me, Lord, before I was born. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. You know what the psalmist is saying to you and me through God's Word today? The psalmist is telling us that our days were planned out before we were ever even conceived in our mother's womb. In other words, before we were ever even conceived, let alone born, God already had mapped out our days according to His perfect will and His perfect desire for our lives. You see, God has His own plans. This is what James is wanting to say to us today. God has His own plans for you and me. God mapped out our entire life before we were ever even born. If you want 2021 to be a success, if you, if you want your life to, to make a difference, to have an impact in the year 2021, we must first surrender our plans to God's purpose. Did you hear that? If you want to have an impact on the year 2021, if you want to make a difference in your world this year, we must submit our plans to God's purpose for our lives. So the first lesson that James wants you and me to learn out of our text today is this. Surrender. He will, God wants us to learn how to surrender our futures, our tomorrows, as well as our past and our todays into the hands of our sovereign Lord God. The second lesson that James teaches us in this passage is this. Savor. The first one is surrender. The second one is savor. Let us savor each and every moment of 2021. You see, it's cold outside today. My goodness, uh, a winter weather is upon us for the second weekend in a row. But I bet that if you, if you were to walk outside and take a deep breath and breathe out, I bet you would be able to see your own breath in the cold sky or the cold surroundings. You'd be able to momentarily see your breath visibly. You see, that's what James refers to as a vapor. A vapor is your visible breath that lasts only momentarily, but then it just vanishes away. According to James, that represents our lives. That represents your life on this earth. That represents my life on this earth. As most of you already know, my, my dad, Ted Rigney, he passed away just 
a few days ago. You know, there's something about when, when your earthly dad passes away that just kind of shakes your world. At least I can say that for myself. It shakes my world when my dad passed away. Because, you know, you think of your dad typically as being invincible. But reality is, all of us live very fragile lives. I had used to have a t-shirt that said, Life is fragile. Handle with prayer. I like that. Life is fragile. Handle with prayer. According to James, our life is only a vapor. James isn't the only one in the Bible to mention how quickly life has a tendency to go by. The psalmist wrote to us in Psalm 39 and 4 and says, Show me, O Lord, my life's end and number of my days. Let me know how fleeting is my life. Friend, let me tell you something. We're only here momentarily. We're only on this earth for a very short while. A very short time in the eyes of eternity, friend. We're only here for a second and then we're gone. You know, when I was younger, summer seemed to last forever. You remember that as, as a kid especially? Summer used to last or felt like it lasted forever in between school years, that is. An hour seemed to last uh, an eternity. But today, time just seems to fly by so quickly. It seems to go so rapidly, and I feel this might just be me, but the older that I get, the more quickly it feels that life is passing me by. Time is really kind of relative, isn't it? Let me give you an example of what I mean. For example, for teenagers in love, talking to one another in the car as boyfriend and girlfriend, an hour seems like a blink of an eye. But for mom and dad, worrying about what's going on out in that car, an hour or so seems like an eternity. So time is relative. Listen to what the Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. Paul writes to us and he says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Make the most of every opportunity. This is what the Word of God is exhorting uh, you and me to do. Make the most of every moment, in other words. I like that. Make the most of every moment today. In other words, don't squander time. Don't waste time. Every moment, every second of every day, friend, is too valuable to squander away. Number your days. Have you ever heard of a death clock? I didn't really, I had no idea this actually existed till I actually looked it up on the internet. It's called a death clock. Years ago, People Magazine published an article entitled, Dead Ahead, telling about a new clock that keeps track of how much time you and I have left to live on this earth. What it does is it takes your weight, your height, and your body mass, and it calculates 
an average lifespan of 75 years for men and 80 years for women. I don't know why it gives women five more years than it does men, but nevertheless it does. So you program your gender, you put in your age into this clock, and, it, and you estimate your BMI, that's your body mass and your height, and from then on it will tell you how much time you have left to live on this earth. As of, excuse me, as of yesterday, I have 36 years, 3 months, and 21 days left to live on this earth. Sobering, isn't it? Now, I'm certainly not telling you that this is accurate, but I tell you what it does do is it reminds me of my mortality. Let us be reminded today of our mortality. That's what James is trying to get across to us today. You know, when you're young, when you're a child especially, or when you're a teenager, or maybe even your young, early 20s, you may feel like you have an eternity ahead of you. But I want you to understand that life is still very short. And like I said earlier, it seems like the older that I get, the faster that I age. That's certainly one way to number your days, a death clock. It is there to remind us that we're only here for a moment. But all we really have for sure, friend, this is what James is saying, all we really have for sure is today. So savor the day you have been given and surrender your today to God because He is the one who truly knows how to make your day count the most. Listen, I want every day of my life to mean something. I want every moment of my life to count because I know one day I'm going to stand before my Maker and I'm going to give an account for every breath I take, every second that I live on this earth. And I'm going to answer to Him for the time that He has allotted me on this earth. Remember what we said at the beginning of this series uh, called Reset 2021. And that is, life on this earth is a testing period for you and me to see our heart toward the Lord. So James says to us, surrender. And James also says to us, savor. But James finally is also telling us something else, isn't he? James is telling us to seek. Use today to seek the face and will of God for your life. Seek God's heart for yourself in 2021. Use today to be a pursuer of God. I want you to understand something. God is in pursuit of you. That's already settled. Jesus came into this world pursuing us out of love and out of wanting to make a way for you and me to receive salvation through His own atoning blood on the cross of Calvary. But the question is this, are you pursuing God? 
Are you pursuing the Lord today? Are you pursuing God's will, God's purpose, God's plan for your life this morning? Listen to what James says in James 4 and 15. He says, what you ought to say, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Paul says to us, he says, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. That's Ephesians 5 and 17. Don't live your life recklessly. Seek God. Seek the Lord's will for your life. Seek God's calling on your life and seek to understand what the Lord God, your Creator, desires for you to do. Finally, let's talk about the final day that the Word of God teaches us about. The last day that the Word of God teaches us about is tomorrow. Tomorrow represents the day that is beyond us. I've got to start this point out in the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, a verse of Scripture that many of us know very well. The Word of God says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. Listen, this is God's heart toward you and me today. He doesn't want to harm us. God only wants to bless us today, folks. God wants to give us a future. And God wants to give us a hope. Many people fret and fume about the future. You know, all of us, we look into the year 2021 and and it may cause us to fear at least just a little bit. As some of us, it may cause to fear a lot. But people say that it looks so dark in 2021, so uncertain, and there seems to be no hope. But I'm here to tell you today, if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there is a hope for your future. There is a hope for your tomorrow as well as for your todays. You have to admit that we live in a world that is filled with uncertainty. It often seems as if our world is spinning out of control. It often seems that things are, 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 are going into a tailspin so many times and so often and this makes us frustrated and it causes us to be tempted to fear. It can cause despair for some of us and even deep depression for others of us. But this is what tomorrow says to us. Tomorrow says, expect from me. It says, expect from me. As a child of God, friend, tomorrow teaches us something different than the norm. Tomorrow teaches us to live in expectation. Did you get that? To live in expectation. Listen, as a blood-bought child of God, we don't have a right to live a life of hopelessness. As a blood-bought child of God, we need to live our lives with expectancy. As a child of God, tomorrow teaches us something different than what the rest of the world believes. 
Tomorrow teaches us to live in expectation. Don't fear the future, friend. Embrace the future. It is our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that gives us the ability to embrace our future in the name of Jesus. Don't be like the lady who would wake her husband up every single night, waking him up out of a deep, restful, peaceful sleep, telling him that she thinks she heard something downstairs, that there's a truder in their house. And every night for so many years, her husband would have to get out of a warm, cozy bed and stagger half asleep, half awake downstairs and check the house out just to calm his wife's fears. Finally, one night, his, his wife woke him up in the middle of the night and said, hey, I think I heard something downstairs. You need to go downstairs and see what it is. Her husband crawled out of that warm bed, staggered downstairs, and sure enough, there was an intruder in their living room. And when he stumbled into the living room and saw that intruder, he looked at that intruder and he said, where in the world have you been? He said, I've been waiting for you for 15 years and finally you're here. And maybe, just maybe now, I can get some rest around here. Sometimes I think God allows us to experience what we fear the most about our tomorrows. But He does this just to show you and me that God is bigger than our biggest fears. Do you know that today, church? I believe God is wanting to remind somebody today that no matter how big your fear of tomorrow may be, God, the Lord God that you serve, is always going to be bigger than the fears of our tomorrows. Can somebody say amen? Don't fear the future, church. Don't fear tomorrow. In Jesus' name, embrace your future with expectancy. Don't fear your future. But embrace your future. Go forward in faith in the name of Jesus Christ. In faith, not fear. Proverbs 3, 25 and 26. I love this short passage of Scripture where the Word of God says, Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of evil from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will keep your foot from being caught. That's what the Word of God tells us. It's saying to you and me today, we don't have to fear tomorrow. We don't have to fear what our future may or may not bring. Our hope is not in our future, friend. Our hope is in our God who holds our future in the palm of His hand. Here's a life perspective that I want to share with you before we close in prayer this morning. Listen to this life perspective. It is fail more, succeed more. Now that's a life perspective, isn't it? Fail more and succeed more. The Bible puts it like this in Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 1. The Bible says, Cast your bread upon the waters and it will return to you after many days. 
What he is referring to is a king that sends out ships to find treasure. That king understands that the more ships that he sends out, the more ships will return or is likely to return with treasure. Yes, the more he sends out. In other words, the more that he invests, the greater the opportunity for him to reap a reward for his investment. The more ships he sends out, the more will also come back with treasure. Here's an interesting question. Are you willing to strike out today? In other words, are you willing to fail? In 1923, Babe Ruth broke the record for the most home runs in a single season of baseball. That record is what Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth is legendary for and is most remembered for today. That same year, Babe Ruth also brought, uh, broke a second record for the highest batting average in a single baseball season. But there is a third record that he broke that same year that most people don't know about. And if they do, they don't talk about it much at all. Do you know what that is? In 1923, Babe Ruth struck out more times than any other player in Major League Baseball. Yes, you heard that right this morning. In 1923, the same year that he broke the record for the most home run hits, he also broke the record for the most strikeouts in a single baseball season. It was this fearlessness that contributed to Babe Ruth's remarkable career. He simply did not fear failure. He was willing to fail in order to succeed. So in the year 2021, this is what I believe God is wanting you and me to hear today as His church. Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from trying. Did you hear that? Don't let your fear of failure keep you from risking something in 2021. Don't let your fear of failure keep you from taking a chance. Send out more resumes. Make more sales calls. Make more positive friendships and more positive relationships. Be bold, in other words, and dare to take more chances. Yes, you will fail more, but you will also succeed more in 2021. Don't let the devil take away your hope is what I'm saying, church. Don't let the devil take away your boldness to try something new in the name of the Lord. Let God, let God's Spirit lead you into a different new season of your life that you have never experienced before. And if anyone should be living in fearless expectation, friend, it should be God's people living a life of fearless expectation. As children of God, we have nothing to lose. Did you hear me this morning? I said as children of God, we have nothing to lose, but everything, everything to gain in the name of Jesus Christ.
those dream seeds in our hearts were planted there by God Himself who loves us, who died on the cross for us, who shed His own life's blood on Calvary for our sins. You see, here's the final spiritual principle I want to leave you with today before we close this out in prayer. Our level of expectancy influences God's level of activity. Let me say that one more time for emphasis. Our level of expectancy of faith in God influences God's level of activity in our lives for today as well as for our tomorrows. James 4 and 2 says, Ye have not because ye ask not. Put another way, God will get serious about our lives when we make up our minds to get serious about God in our lives. Will you join with me in prayer today? as we close out this worship time together. And let us ask God, Lord, give me a faith like I've never experienced before. It comes from God. Give me a faith in the year 2021 to take more risk in Jesus' name. Give me a faith, O oh God, to explore new territories as the Holy Spirit of God leads me. Give me the faith to be fearless of failure in 2021, knowing that God already knew my failures before I was ever even born and has already made a way for my atonement through His own blood on the cross of Calvary. Will you pray that prayer with me this morning before we close our worship time together? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, energize our faith today. God, breathe your divine inspiration into our hearts and lives this morning to have a faith like we've never had before to experience a boldness in Christ that we have never experienced before to move forward in faith and not in fear in 2021 Lord God let us press into our futures and hope let us press forward into our future without fear God, let us press forward into our future with the boldness of knowing that even when we fail, and yes, we know that we will fail in 2021, but even when we do, that we'll have a God who is merciful, who is compassionate. We have a God who is loving, who will catch us when we fall, who will forgive us when we fail who will have mercy on us when we make our mistakes no matter how great or how small those mistakes may be so Lord take us by the hand today lead us boldly into our future this morning that we will not fear that we will not doubt but we will put our faith and our trust in the God who already holds our tomorrows in his hand we surrender it to you today by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we give you glory, God, for who you are to us and the revelation of who you are in the year 2021. Giving you glory and honor and praise.
right now in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen and Amen. God bless you today.